0: Welcome to Technical Foodies. I'm your host, Delia Sargent, and I sit down with an expert every month to discuss QSR technology and hot topics in the food and beverage industry. Presented by Acrolec. This month, we're talking about AI. We've officially entered the age of artificial intelligence. AI has already completely changed the way that we live and how businesses operate. From helping you get the best deal on a flight to recommending what show you should watch next. AI and machine learning truly are everywhere. These technologies use data to complete tasks that typically require a human. Instead, they complete the tasks and often learn to become better at them as a result. The introduction of ChatGPT has made AI and machine learning far more accessible to the general public, but we're only beginning to see the innovative and imaginative ways it can and will be implemented. It's all very exciting. But the more relevant question here on Technical Foodies is, how can AI and machine learning be used in QSRs today? Stay with us to find out. Today, I have with me Thibaut Denol. Thibaut is both the Executive Vice President of Innovation and Marketing for Acrolux Group and the CEO of Acrolux America. Aside from his decade-long career at Acryluc, he is a seasoned entrepreneur with a keen interest in the food tech space. Thank you so much for taking the time to sit down with me
1: today. Good morning, Dilia. I'm very excited to be your guest today.
0: Awesome. So we will jump right in. What is AI in the context of the QSR industry?
1: So AI is a bunch of tools. Uh, it's a it's a toolbox. There are many different ways to 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 do AI. Uh, what are the applications in the QSR space? So you're mainly looking at. Uh, you know, what business problem you can solve uh, w- with your tools, and uh, when you have problems, you're you not always uh, starting from uh, from the technology. Uh, uh, just to quote uh, what Steve Jobs used to say, you have to start from the customer journey, you know, not from uh, fr- from the technology. So y- you have a toolbox and uh, you have problems, but the, the right way to uh, address a problem is, uh, you know, looking at uh, what's the best solution. AI might not always be the 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 best solution but if we are looking at applications today uh, for ai in 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 restaurants uh, you can you know analyze your sales data to predict your your future sales and a future level of stock to optimize your 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 food cost Uh, you can use uh, ai for voice ordering so for voice ordering you have a lot of different type of AI involved. You have a speech-to-text technology, you have a natural language understanding, uh, natural language uh, generation. Mm-hmm. So different layer of uh, AI that can help automate the uh, uh, other processing. You can also look at your sales data with different uh, AI models to predict what the, the customer wants and make uh, like a smarter uh, product recommendation. There's another application leveraging cameras and computer vision, for example, in the drive-through detecting vehicles uh, to measure how long the customer is spending on the drive-through lane. So on this specific technology, AI is bringing uh, additional functionalities that could be quite interesting. We can get back to it uh, later. (laughs)
0: Great. Um, My next question, where is AI and machine learning currently implemented in restaurants? And I think we kind of ran through that a bit. but specifically i guess let's start in the drive through um where currently do we see ai and machine learning
1: um so it's still at the early stage you know there's a big wave mm-hmm. of uh uh buzz i would say with yeah. with with the, with the ai so you know like putting every a- ai everywhere and recently, with a uh, ChatGPT, you know, there's even more people talking about AI. Uh, if there was not uh, enough buzz before, but I think people start to realize that there are concrete applications for AI. Yeah. And um, there's a there's a mix between, uh, you know, the the myth, the legend, and you know, the robots taking over the world, <laughs> and and what uh, AI can actually do, and how a human can can use it, you know, to solve uh, uh, concrete problems so your question initially was uh, in the drive through <laughs> yeah? right yeah. <laughs> in the, so in the drive through there is not so many uh, projects that have uh, scaled any sort of uh, AI in in the drive through. I believe the the one that is the most deployed is a, a product recommendation. Yeah, and it came with the wave of uh, the outdoor digital menu boards. Mm-hmm. So in the in the last few years, the the prices for outdoor screen uh, dramatically decreased, which made it uh, a lot more affordable for for franchisees to uh, to invest in the technology and uh, mm-hmm. you you have many good things that are coming with the outdoor digital menu board you can change your prices uh, overnight you don't have to uh, go and reprint you know and have someone going or manually changing prices on the paper board uh, uh, in the evening so because the food cost is uh, changing a lot uh, the the ability to change the prices and react to the the changing marketplace is uh, is a very important aspect um, but yeah, a smarter product recommendation is the most uh, widely deployed technology, even though I would say it's probably not like I even found four or five percent of the drive shoes. You know, <laughs> True. This yeah. is a smart recommendation.
0: Yeah. So then what about in-store? Um, I know we kind of touched on that briefly, but where, you know, with kiosks and then kind of maybe towards the kitchen, um, do we see AI currently implemented?
1: Um, so. The kitchen is a very interesting aspect because the, most of the QSR brands are, you know, everything is driven by how well is the kitchen operating and um, everything is extremely processed. And when you have an extremely processed um, operation, you have more room for automation. Now, yeah. automation doesn't always mean AI. You, you have many ways to automate a task uh, without any AI involvement and for me, the, the automation aspect is uh, at least, if not more important than the fact that that you use uh, AI because uh, with automation, uh, you can cope with the fact that restaurants are currently uh, running short on, on stuff. Um, so the kiosk, in the, it's not in the kitchen, but it's really uh, uh, helping the kitchen because the way you organize your, your shift is that you have uh, like one, two, three, four, five employees or 10 or 20 um, uh, being able to work with you. And mm-hmm. you are allocating some to the kitchen, you're allocating some to the front counter, some to the drive-through and the kiosk really automate the, the ordering process. You can increase your average check because you have a automation with mm-hmm. a product recommendation. So if you're asking for a burger, you can uh, prompt, uh, do you want it in, in, a, in a meal? Do you want a medium meal? Do you want a large meal? Yeah. And then uh, uh, you can, when the the customer is totalizing the order, you know, you can prompt uh, another recommendation. Then when AI comes in is making the recommendation even smarter. Okay. So you have a lot of uh, ROI that comes with the kiosk in itself, Mm -hmm. uh, with the automation, but um, the AI can make it even more efficient. Got it. The AI involved here is uh, you have a, Neural networks that are uh, looking at the whole database. You have a, a algorithm, um, a, a data set. You you have a mm-hmm. training and inputs, outputs. And then, uh, as a customer add item to the basket, you know you can ask for your for your AI. Hey, what's what's the next item that customer is likely to yeah. to add, and that will increase the average check. So that's use of AI currently uh, uh, being rolled out in the restaurant alongside the kiosk.
0: So taking that to the next step where will AI and machine learning be implemented next?
1: So I see um especially in the US uh, a lot of application in the drive through. Okay. For me what's really coming next and that's probably the most interesting uh, project that uh, a lot of people are working on right now in many different companies and mm-hmm. many different restaurant chains is voice automation. Yeah. Because you know at the end of the day there is only so many people you can have to help you uh, operate a restaurant, and True. I believe we are very far away from operating a restaurant without humans. We will always uh, need humans um, for two reasons uh, they they will need to be there uh, to predict the and predictable and cope with the, with the situation because there uh-huh. will always be situation. And, um, on the more dark side, I don't think robots are as flexible yet as a human, you know, just even the body, the things that you can do with your arms, yeah. uh, So <laughs> they, maybe not your brains, but you know, replacing with a robot, uh, how well uh, a human can, uh, you know, move into a space, yeah. grab stuff, you know, so it's, uh, it's going to be a, a difficult for robots to completely replace human in the kitchen. <laughs> But, uh, order taking, uh, in, in the dining room, it's automated with a kiosk and you cannot really have a kiosk in the, in the drive through right? Because a customer that spends time on a kiosk is probably spending, uh, uh, averaging between two minutes and three minutes. Yeah. And you can have as many kiosks as you want. So yeah. you can parallelize the, the customer journey. Everyone can go at his own pace, mm-hmm. but in the drive through you're in the bottleneck. Yeah. And you don't have like f- five lanes, uh, you don't have like the entire parking to organize the flow. No. So it's, it's a bottleneck, uh, and the customer in front of you, uh, if he's taking like three minutes to take his order, you know, everyone after that, uh, will, will be slowed down. <laughs> so you really have to take the order under a minute. You have to, like, it should be like 30 seconds, 45 seconds. Yeah. So a kiosk like with a touchscreen is is not the answer at all. Uh, I know there were some attempts right and left to do it, but it's just going to make your drive through just slower.
0: Yeah, it's not part of the experience. If you know, if you're going through a drive through, it's all about speed, right? And if I'm giving people the opportunity to slow down and ponder,
1: it's no. So you you will drive. You will see like a massive line. I'm not going there. You're not even going to. You're going somewhere else. So the, the real the, the real deal is like voice automation, yeah. because that's first, you're not uh, retraining uh, your customer to a, t- a totally different customer journey. You True. know they, they are used to go to the drive-thru. They are used to ask uh, what they want with their voice. They are used to look at the money board. So you don't have to retrain uh, the customer. You don't have to change the layout uh, of your drive through. Um whether uh not change the layout uh, i've seen some bad implementation of drive-through but it's like more technical aspects uh, uh there are things like uh, i've seen a lot of speaker posts uh, in in a in a curb yeah and uh and you, you have vehicles that are you know <laughs> even turning left and being very far away from the microphone that can impact the quality of a of a of, of an ai so that's why uh to scale really i think there might be some some tweaks that need to be made with the the current layouts of the drive through in some instances but it's pretty much the same you know it's, you're not buying some more real estate um uh, you're not changing the customer journey um and the fact that you can totally automate with w- with the voice uh can completely remove the need from from an order taker uh so you're saving um uh, a time for someone else to yeah. Help in the in the kitchen. Help with the food preparation. You know, help with another customer that has an issue. So you're really making things faster and more efficient. Um, and the, and the tech involved is really cool. Like when you think about it, like the text to speech, speech to text, uh, the the yeah. understandings, like uh, it's
0: it's there. I mean, yeah. it's people are familiar with it. When we talk about customer journey inside the restaurant and kiosks, like that very much is based around. Uh, an experience people are comfortable with on their phones, right? And so I think that's why it's so easy to easier to adjust, right? to a kiosk in store. Um, I think people at this point are very comfortable with asking Siri or asking Alexa. Um, you know, questions or having that type of experience. So I, that's it's really not that different, right? If you're ordering to an AI in a drive through, then you would be, you know, asking Alexa. You know what temperature it is outside
1: <laughs> it's 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 very interesting because people are getting used to it yeah. more and more but on the other end there's a uh this perception that you know alexa or, or google uh, uh you know uh, a smart assistant could do it but the um, the restaurants are very very specific databases mm-hmm. and the, the i would say the general generic ai's like uh, yeah. alexa they are very good at, at telling you the weather. I'm asking every day Alexa, <laughs> what's the weather? Like just yeah. so I can adjust. We, you know, we are in Chicago, so it could be, and and we are in spring, so it, it could be a.
0: Uh, it could snow today and be <laughs> 80 degrees <exactly>. tomorrow. <laughs>
1: so, uh, that's that's really useful. But uh, when you're asking for um, a combo number five uh, without pickles yeah. and you want fries, you know, you have to understand that the fries are not actually a modifier of the, sure. uh, of the sandwich. You know, so the. The general AI are very good at doing like generic tasks like playing a music on Spotify mm-hmm. or giving you the weather. But the level of integration required to work uh with a uh a, a restaurant and mm-hmm. the, the particularities of a database, generic AI is not going to cope with that very well. Uh so this is where uh brands will always need uh technology partners yeah. that know very well their POS database, their operation. Um how to make a voice uh, automation project uh, successful in a restaurant.
0: Cool. How is AI and machine learning being used to personalize the customer experience? And why is that valuable?
1: So right now, like I described a little bit earlier, uh, you have um, uh, AI for uh, a product recommendation. So you have that on your mobile app, you have that on a kiosk, you have mm-hmm. that on a digital menu board or when you're in the drive-thru. Um so you have this level of, of personalization and when you have a known customer, um, you would typically use different algorithm. The one, the algorithm for unknown customer that are being used for mm-hmm. recommendation are different than the one, uh, for known customer. Uh, the, when you know who is the customer, you will, uh, uh look at similar profiles, yeah. you know, with demographics, for example, or similar, consumer habits and look at what those, uh, those customers are also ordering, which yeah. is a slightly different uh, algorithm that you would use for uh, a non-customer. Okay. So AI is used for uh, product recommendation. It's also being used and you, you might not realize that, but, uh, when you get a coupon on Uber Eats, mm. you know, there's a ton of AI and learning on when, uh, you are, uh, uh, the most likely to engage. So, when to send it? Yeah. What offer, which trigger your your your? Uh, I never thought purchase. about that. That's a good point. it <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, so yeah, AI is everywhere.
0: That's cool. Um, what challenges do restaurants face when implementing AI and machine learning solutions and processes?
1: So there are challenges that are like generic not not uh, only uh, you know for for ai uh, when you have to train your customer to a different uh, journey mm-hmm. when you have to have the the restaurant crew work with a totally different technology adapt their process um you, humans, uh, uh, you know, they love habits and, uh, and, yes, and do, yeah. uh, I, and I'm sure Delia, you have your, your Starbucks, uh, you do. Have right you, next to me. You do have your Starbucks cup. I do. Um, so we, we are creator of habits mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, changing a customer journey, changing habits for a crew is a difficult part. So. When you're implementing any technology, AI uh, is, uh, is is part of it. But like I explained, it's it's a tool you know yeah. that you have in your toolbox. Any technology that you implement in a, in a restaurant uh, need to disrupt as little as possible everyone's habits. True. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, if you're like completely changing, you will have a maybe lower uh, customer adoption. You, you will have a crew that is not embracing the technology and that might work against it. So I would say that's the that's the first challenge uh, to uh, make it as seamless as possible.
0: And those kind of feed off of each other, right? Because if you have a crew that's not sold on it, then they're not, you know, aren't they going to be less likely to help a customer, give a customer genuine or better, you know, assistance when using and navigating that new process, right?
1: So, uh, 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 it, it reminds me of a funny story. Uh, one of our first k- uh, kiosk project uh, w- with Acrylic in US. Um, so, uh, our CEO fly from Europe <laughs> arrives in us, ask us, I want to visit the store. So we are going to the store and he gets into the store. He's very proud. He's going toward the kiosk and he starts to, to type on, on the kiosk Oh no! and <laughs> and someone like comes out of the counter, walk towards him and say, no, please, you don't have to use the kiosk. I'm available. You can come at oh, the counter. Oh God.
0: <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> you do so, to crawl so, under a table. <laughs>
1: so he, he left and uh, he was a little bit sad and said it's never going to work but uh um, no it's it's working now and uh, because uh, we there's nobody waiting behind the counter
0: yeah <laughs> we kind are of uh, that. i think
1: the the fact that it's very difficult to recruit change a little bit the the dynamic but yeah. this is typically uh, a case where the uh, the crew is working against the the technology sh- change yeah. and uh we haven't seen case where they went and just uh, shut down the kiosk <laughs> so you have Things like if the technology is uh, not working uh, perfectly or if there are ways uh, to go around it, uh, sometimes they just go back to their normal habits. And um, so, yeah, that's a a challenge.
0: Gotcha. Do you have any other challenges for restaurants implementing AI?
1: There's one I mentioned just before. I personally don't think that working directly with uh, someone like Microsoft or Google. And and not to blame them, but they they provide... uh, generic stack and mm-hmm. what a uh, restaurant chain needs is a technology partner that can work with the right combination of technology but then know their ecosystem they, they know their process they know uh, uh, the customer journey they understand the POS database and the, you know the network and uh, uh, yeah. how things can go very quickly uh, uh, in the drive-thru because you know when when you're turning on Netflix uh, and uh, you you have a recommendation, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's it's sorting for you. You know what's the most likely uh, yeah. sh- uh, TV show you, you want to look at. If if the uh, algorithm is a is a little bit wrong, you will just keep scrolling and maybe take uh, ten or fifteen minutes. Uh, I'm the worst at uh, picking up the the yep, Netflix show. By the way, I, I have to take <laughs> I I have to start two hours before, otherwise my my wife wants to go to bed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you never uh, watched anything yeah. yet. <laughs> um,
1: but you know you can keep, keep scrolling and, and uh, yeah, but uh, If you're on a drive-through line and you have a line of ten customers, yeah. that want to get their, their their meal as quickly as possible, the AI cannot afford 10 minutes. You know?
0: No, and, and neither can the franchisee or the restaurant group.
1: Yeah, so you, you need to have a technology partner that understands your business, understand uh, uh, all of it, and uh, and and tweak the technology, uh, whatever the technology is coming from. But mm-hmm. uh, just a piece of technology in itself needs to be tweaked, needs to be integrated. it needs to work flawlessly with your with your customer journey and now we have more and more you know loyalty programs so you are adding a layer uh True. of complexity uh so you you will be coming in the drive-thru and say uh, hey uh, uh you know i'm thibaut denol i i have a loyalty account you know, how do you uh, c- cope with that you you have a, a different layer of integration to do mm-hmm. that uh, your ai needs to connect to the loyalty program and maybe tell you uh, hey thibaut, you have a Uh, Ten thousand points, uh, you can uh, redeem it for for a burger and a fry. You know, yeah. Which which lead uh, to a a cool use of of AI that could come, and that's uh, one that I really like, and nobody really uh, thought about it. But uh, we've started uh, working on it. Is and, and you asked a little bit earlier, how, you know, how AI personalize the customer journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we talked about project recommendation, but customer identification, yeah. uh, is a, a place where, uh, you can use AI as well. I was going to Singapore a few months ago and, uh, I had a stop in Doha in, in, Qatar. I was, uh, traveling with a Qatar Airways mm-hmm. and, um. In Doha, uh, I arrived to check in, you know, usually you, you're, you're showing your boarding pass and they're yeah. scanning a QR code. It could be on your phone. So I, I arrived at the gate. They're showing me a camera. I said, look at the camera. The screen become green. and say you can go now. Oh my God. And they didn't even ask for my ticket. Oh my God. And I have no idea where they took this, this picture. <laughs> yeah, they must where did have they get that my information? passport somewhere. I don't know. But uh, the experience was seamless. And, um, wow. and when you're in the airport, you're used to... Using that type of technology yeah. because when you're uh, in some of the foreign countries like my own country France, when I arrive, I have the option with my French passport to go yeah. and uh, be recognized with my face mm-hmm. and uh, uh, to get in. So it's a biometric uh, facial recognition. Yeah. So I know this technology is coming. I don't want to, uh, you know, uh, oversell, but uh, <laughs> I, I know it's coming. Um, uh, there are projects that are starting with a uh, uh, facial recognition. Yeah, they Uh, do it with uh, uh,
0: gambling in in Asia, I know, too. We went to G2E, I think, last year for the the gaming machines um, convention, and they had to flip it off because all those machines were coming from Asia where it's it's there's no voucher you know to put in the machine they're just like scanning your face and they're like oh yeah no we can't we can't do that here it's not allowed yet like just just give me five years I'm like okay that's
1: nobody but it's it's coming where you know I started playing with those technology about 10 years ago and I'm very pleased because I believe we are very close to uh, an understanding by the 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 general public that. that uh, it it can be a a useful technology. It can make your customer journey, uh, you know, faster. Uh, So I know it's coming, you know, uh, biometric facial recognition. And there's another one for the drive-through, which could be really cool because recognizing customer faces, you're in your car, you might be far away. What's the angle with the camera? Yeah. Um, I don't think it's going to go, uh, there will be uh, any use for it. But... I'm speaking my voice right now as a very unique f- fingerprint. Yeah, and uh, you could do very well recognize my voice. Yeah, in the drive-through and identify. Uh, so I could say, "Hey, uh, I'm Thibaut," uh, and That's because so cool. I, uh, because I'm speaking, because uh, uh, we are processing my voice, I could be recognized uh, uh, with my voice, which would be the most seamless, uh, yeah uh, customer journey you can imagine in the in the drive thru but for that, you need to have the right uh, audio system with the right technology that, yeah. support, uh, that support that.
0: And that so that would just be like another layer on top of the AI that we would already use to order, right? Or would it be the same AI no, that just it's is totally able to different do that with-
1: AI? We know biometric recognition is uh, totally different. So okay. you would have, a, you know, if your goal is to just uh, add layer of AI <laughs> on AI, yeah, you could use like a voice uh, biometric recognition as a first layer, and then you have text-to-speech, uh, uh, speech-to-text, which is a different uh, AI technology, okay. and then uh, you have uh, NLP, which is a different kind of, of uh, AI technology, then when the voice is responding to you, it's uh, it's also AI, uh, that's uh, the, the text-to-speech, you know, we're generating a voice yeah. that sounds like a, a human voice, uh, but you just have text, you transform it into a voice, there's a ton of AI you know, uh, involved uh, behind it. Uh, so, and, uh, if the AI was to, uh, you recommend something for, for you, you know, there would be an additional uh, layer, uh, l- layer of <laughs> algorithm looking at what's the best recommendation for you.
0: That's cool. That's a lot. Going That's a into lot just, of AI. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of AI. Um, okay. Next question. Are there any ethical considerations to be aware of when implementing AI and machine learning solutions?
1: Uh, so there's a. I uh, I think this question goes back a little bit to privacy and there is, um, you know, always a lot of discussion on privacy that are, um, that, that are good questions a good question because, uh, you can have the best, uh, uh you can design the best customer journey if, if people do not get on board, you, you've done that for, for nothing. Uh, so if the general public has concern on privacy, you need to be uh, uh, as transparent as possible. So things like uh, uh, using biometric uh, uh, to identify you, there is no way any legal department for any uh, <laughs> brand would allow you to, to ju- just do it in, a, in, a, in the consumer's back without them knowing. So True. there will always be, you know, some sort of uh, opt-in mechanism. There, 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 there's no way anyone would go and just take your fingerprint and recognize yeah. you uh, without knowing their camera looking at your face. But if you opt in, if you understand the business value, uh, and opt in into the system, and you're comfortable with uh, sharing uh, your biometric, I think people uh, uh, start to be uh, ready for that. Yeah. Because we are talking about restaurants. So what's the worst they can do with your with your data? There's two two aspects of the worst they could do. They could have um, a poor security, be hacked, and uh, uh, and someone else is going to to use your data. Yeah um for like a ransomware or things like that yeah. that that would be bad but you know even if you get your your biometric uh information you know what you know what's uh what you so first what what's the restaurant chain would do with that they would recognize you're going somewhere and yeah. they would they would say hey do you want to redeem this this uh, brilliant offer i have for you yeah. you know you can always uh uh you know decide to not go back and uh, the worst they can do is send you uh, probably emails uh, yeah. with offers. Uh so you, you can not read the email, you can uh, put it in your spam folder if you want. So really for me the, least, the the risk for restaurant chain is 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 actually low for what they can do with the data. Yeah. It's 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 if someone else uh gets it, you know. What what can they do with that? That's uh that's most of the concern.
0: What did, what are the advantages of implementing AI and machine learning solutions and processes?
1: So that's what, uh, going back to what I described at the beginning, uh, I see AI as a tool. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when you want to build something, uh, you have tools and you're using the best tools. And uh, if we are, same, if we are going back to automation and automation is not always AI, you can have a, a you use AI as a tool for automation, but you can do automation without AI. Mm-hmm. If there is no ROI, the, uh, nobody is going to, uh, so y- you can do tests. I, there's a lot of innovation departments in the retail space that love to do like some fancy innovation project, just to do some PR yeah. that are never being uh, deployed anywhere. But um, uh at the end of the day, uh when if you solve a problem, uh there, there needs to be a, a return on investment when you're solving the problem. So if you're a restaurant chain, you want to you know increase uh Uh, increase your average check, you want to... uh repeat visits for yeah. your, for your, for your, your customer. Um, to so increase sales, you want to speed up service. Mm-hmm. You want to decrease your cost of operating the restaurant. There's always a problem. Yeah. Those, those are the like big, the high level problems. You mm-hmm. have many different sub problems, <laughs> but, uh, uh, overall you need to impact the the top line or the bottom line. So yeah. uh, you need to uh, spend less to do the same thing or you need to uh, have, uh, uh, more sales. It's as, as simple as that. It's
0: a business. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, going back to ethical considerations, um, I think one thing that's always surprised me about AI, the more that we are kind of learning about it, like the general public are learning about it. Um, I'm always surprised at the sheer amount of man hours that it takes to train one AI. And I always think that people tend to forget that someone has to sit behind a computer and train this algorithm to do all these things. Um, so do you see ai as being a major disruptor in you know the employment space of restaurant technology or do you think that this is just going to launch a whole new categories like like what in this age where we're seeing lots of tech layoffs like where do you see ai impacting the industry
1: so the um, yes you're right uh um Setting up AI project requires skills, and let's be honest, those, those are the most expensive skills on the market at, at this point. Yeah, <laughs> um, but right now the restaurant industry is disrupted with the shortage of labor. You know, uh, not gotcha. because the, the AI becomes too expensive. So you have multiple factors, like the in, uh, increase of, uh, uh, like s- s- some states are, you know, voting for uh, minimal wages, and yeah. you have unions that are pushing for minimum wages. Um, I, uh, I have no personal opinion on the, on, on the minimum <laughs> wage, but it's a pr- it's an additional pressure, you know. Um, if your customer are purchasing a, a two dollar uh, cup of coffee or a two dollar sandwich, uh, there is you know only so much of the cost that the, the restaurant can absorb, uh, uh, because the, the day the the, the, the restaurants start to to no longer make any profit and, and mm-hmm. have a constant loss, the, the restaurant will just uh, shut down. So you have um, Difficulties to recruit people, uh, the, the salaries that are increasing, so AI comes in place. And yes, you need people to um, uh, to set, set up the AI, um, and it's it's all about how does it scale. You yeah. Know? Because uh, if if you're uh, going into the market and you're taking uh, uh, people that know how to uh, uh, operate AIs, set up AIs, configure AIs. Mm-hmm plus the one that are doing all the software integration because it's not only just the idea AI, the AI itself cannot do anything. You have to integrate it. So yeah. you have to integrate it with the POS, with the loyalty program or with whatever yeah. tool that the, the people are using in the restaurant. If you're doing it for one store, it's going to be extremely expensive. Yeah. If you're doing for a 200 store, 1,000 store, 20,000 store, then um, you get a uh, you know, the, the effect of scale where the, the, I would say the, the, the project can be absorbed uh, yeah. like in any uh, technology uh, uh, project um, but yeah uh, I think this is uh, some of the myth that the, the AI is going uh, and robots are going to take over the world like there's uh, a joke. It's not from me, but like they have <laughs> never been project manager, you know, because just aligning few people to to, to get something done uh, within yeah. a timeline it's already incredibly uh, complex, you know. So uh, yeah. right now, if you want to turn off an AI, very uh, often you just you just to have to unplug it from from the power, <laughs> just do, and the computer stop working. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I still think we are very very far away from uh, the AI. Uh, uh, you know, taking over the world,
0: Terminator situations.
1: Yes, that said, there's there are, there are risks. You know, um, yeah, it's not a uh, so it's it's not going to be uh, you know like in the in the Matrix where we are all in sort of bubble with with uh, a <laughs> little uh, VR uh, headset. Yeah, no. So that's, that's one of my uh, of the things that scares me a little bit uh, after COVID. So everybody's working from home and then you get those VR headset and you can travel with your VR headset and then you can get your grocery delivered and you get your yeah. food delivered and you can remain in your couch and you can practice sport in front of a screen. <laughs> you know, you can be in your very small bubble and yeah. not uh, see any uh, uh, real human being physically. Um, And, uh, and some people live like this and more and yeah. more. And that's why, that's what attracted me with the restaurant space. I think it's, it's part of the, Experience, it's a physical experience that it, yeah. it triggers a lot of your sense. You have you, the, you, the smell, you have the noise, you have the taste, mm-hmm. uh, and and you're surrounded by uh, real people and you can have like real discussions. So that, that, that's what I like with them and the, what attracted me so much with working in the in the restaurant space. Um, so it's not going, the, the biggest risk today of AI is, is not. It's not like uh, that uh, robots are going to take over the world. Mm-hmm. It's it's the it's the influences, uh, you know, of the mass because people can, people are spending more and more time, you know, on their phone, computer, yeah. in front of a screen, inputting information, getting uh, personalized content, and uh, they can be a- influenced. So I would say if, if there was a risk, it would be more of a risk of a world war where, you know, uh, the masses get uh, um, totally... Uh, uh, influence uh, and target yeah. targeted and it's the same thing you know I, I've said the risk for restaurant chain is is what is to target you at the right moment with the right coupon to at tell you yeah. I, I want this sandwich now I'm going there mm-hmm. um, no it's it's a much smaller risk than uh, someone that's uh, you know triggering you to start a civil war <laughs> somewhere so
0: very true awesome thank you so much for sitting down with me today I really
1: appreciate it thank you very much dilia
0: And that's a wrap on this month's episode of Technical Foodies. Thank you so much for tuning in and don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you're listening.